when you give away responsibility, you give away opportunity. If it's somebody else's, you give away control. If it's somebody else's responsibility to make you happy, you're never going to know how to make yourself happy. If it's somebody else's responsibility to make you money, you're never going to understand how to make money for yourself. There's a lot of responsibility that needs to be taken. And that doesn't mean that you can control everything. It doesn't mean beat yourself up and get stuck in shame for 30 years. That's not what I'm saying. What I am saying is that, did you do all you could with all you had? And if not, why not? And what are you gonna do differently in the future? Welcome to Next Level University. I'm your host, Kevin Palmieri. And I'm your co-host, Alan Lazarus. At NLU, we believe in a heart-driven, but no BS approach to holistic self-improvement for dream chasers. Our goal with every episode is to help you level up your life, love, health, and wealth. We bring you a new episode every single day on topics like confidence, self-belief, self-worth, self-awareness, relationships, boundaries, consistency, habits, and defining your own unique version of success. Self-improvement in your pocket, every day, from anywhere, completely free. Welcome to Next Level University. Next Level Nation, welcome back to another episode of Next Level University, where we help you level up your life, your love, your health, and your wealth. We hope you enjoyed our latest episode, yesterday's episode, episode number 1000. 597, three places your money is going. Three, pace, three places your moolah is going. Three places your cheddar is going. <laughs> Today, for episode number 1,598, two questions to ask yourself when you're down. We teased this a little bit in yesterday's episode. I'm going through it a bit, and here's why. Uh, so we are working with how many, how many specifics do I want to give? We're working with someone who owns a lot of businesses. We're talking 15 to 20 businesses, a very, very successful entrepreneur. And we are doing their podcast for them and we are doing their social media. Well, we're also doing all of their companies, not all of their company's social media, the majority of their company's social media. So this is a very big client we have. Something is happening and <clears throat> excuse me and there's a really big opportunity this person's going to build a podcast studio and they want us to do the production for all the clients and all of these amazing opportunities i'm talking to this person yesterday and they said hey did you get my email and i said absolutely not no try resend it for me but maybe it, maybe it got bounced maybe you didn't use the right email resent it got nothing went to my spam folder my goodness, there are several emails from this client in the spam folder. Ooh. And, ooh, not Tough ideal. Tough moment. Tough moment. Yeah, not good. And one of them was something that was very time sensitive, and it was pretty much an interview to get this new opportunity. So I saw that, and I messaged him, and you and I were doing this together, pretty much. This all happened when you and I were supposed to be recording. Mm -hmm. And I explained what happened, and I, I took ownership and said, that's on me. And Alan said, dude, you got to check your spam. And I said, F you, brother. No, you're right. I do have to check my spam. <laughs> and I was off. I was very much off. And it was very hard for me to move forward with recording the episode that we did yesterday. That's why if I was off at all energetically, that's the reason why. And I stayed up until 10 o'clock last night doing the work that needed to get done in order to hopefully, quote unquote, win this contract for lack of better phrasing. And now it's kind of in the wings of whether or not 
it, that's going to happen. In the wings, in the winds. I think, I think rolling with it was good. I, I wouldn't have questioned it. Okay, I appreciate that. If you say something in confidence, people tend to believe it. It's something I've learned. So, take that for what it's worth. It's up in the air. I don't know right now because <laughs> it's the in final the wings. decision hasn't been made yet. It's in the wings. It's in the wings. It's in the winds. Here's, here's the, the hard part about this. This is a potential, and I don't, again, I don't say this in a ego, I want to brag way. If anything, it's quite the opposite because I might have lost this forever. But this is something that's worth potentially, let's just say thirty to $50,000 a year. This is a really big opportunity. So just for context and the weight of that. So Alan and I were talking at the end of the night and I said, I'm just going to stay up and do whatever it takes because that's what I need to do and let's record an episode. Let me get after this. And I said, I think it would be valuable to do an episode on this because it's this, this is the stuff that sucks about dream chasing. When you get an opportunity that you want so deeply and something happens and it gets Jeff and it's super disheartening. And I think that's why a lot of people say, you know, this isn't for me. I can't handle this. I can't handle the constant up and ups and downs of dream chasing. I can't handle the heartbreaks of dream chasing. So the two questions to ask yourself when you're down, and this is what I did, and I think Alan is really the one who taught me these, but it's, did you do everything you can with what you have? Did you do everything you can with what you have? You made a mistake, you try to clean up the mistake, and then you try to fix the problem to the best of your ability and give it everything you have. Did I do everything I can with, with everything that I have? That's question one. And then question two is, did I learn the lesson and did I change because of it? I'm going to be checking my spam folder a lot more often now. Oh, you'll never miss again. Let me tell you. That'll be the end. You'll never miss a spam folder again. Yeah. Because of that. Because of that. Those, those are two really... Now, here's the thing. I realize it doesn't seem probably super empowering when you are down on your butt and you're saying, well, did I do everything I can with everything I have? But the point is, sometimes it's not going to work out. Sometimes you're not going to get the call back or you're not going to get the job or you're not going to get the person that you want to date. Sometimes it's not, it's just not going to happen. But one way you can hopefully limit the amount of regret you have is by saying, did I do everything I could with everything that I had? If so, you gave it your best shot. But you know whether or not you gave it your best shot. I had moments last night where I said, it's nine o'clock. I've been up since 5.30 working. I don't want to continue doing this. Well, there's more to do. There's more to do. There's more to do. I feel like I gave it everything I could. So regardless of what happens now, I am okay with the effort I put in. Will I be more excited if we get this? Yes. Will I be disappointed if we don't? Yes. But I'll be less disappointed than if I said, yeah, it's good enough. Let me, let's not worry, worry too much about that. If it's meant to be, it'll be. If it's meant to be, I will do the work necessary to hopefully get the, the result that we desire. So sharing that with the hope that next time you're down, you're not down and out. Next time you're down, you can sit back and say, all right, what did I learn from this that I can put into practice? Did I give it everything I had? If so, I would say you should be a little bit easier on yourself. That's what I would say. I think that uh, the first thing I want to make clear is when I said you'll never mess that up again, I'm not saying that from a place of making sure Kevin never messes it up again. I know Kevin well enough to know that he's never going to let that happen again because the pain was so great that I know you'll never forget that again. There's certain things in this 
journey of dream chasing that without pain, you're never going to change them fully. It's uh, what's a good example of that. In this case, Kevin will probably, if I had to bet on it, if I had to bet on it, Kevin will never miss checking his spam folder again. The reason why is because of how painful this is. Mm. And, and I do think that sometimes you need pain to change. Uh, I'll give an example. This one's a really hard one for me. I've told the story before, but for the new listeners, it's a tough one. I'll, I'll go as briefly as I can with it. But essentially, I used to have a dog named Boo. And uh, Boo had a doggy door. And I went out for a run one day. I was in my own head. I was very frustrated. I was upset. And I went for a a run around the block way back in my late 20s. And I forgot to cover the doggy door. And uh, because I was just in my own head, I, I was careless. That's the truth. And I got back from my run, I did the two miles around the block, and there was these three cars, there was a golf course back where I used to live, and and there was three cars that were really close to each other, and uh, they were like going really fast, they ended up passing me, and I thought that was really weird, they were like bumper to bumper, they were very clearly drinking or partying or whatever, and I thought nothing of it, I kept, kept running. And then I get back to the top of my driveway and I thought there was a plastic bag, like a white plastic bag. Because at this point it's dusk and I could, you know, barely see. And it was Boo. It was Boo. And Boo had, you know, again, trigger alert. Boo had been killed. And uh, one of his arms was completely like almost off. And it was just one of the most horrible things for me. That was one of my toughest moments in life for sure. And so I was, no way. Like there's no way that just happened. You know, this is my dog of 12 years and he was such a member of the family and he was the best dog and uh so anyways i i ended up calling my mom my sister my girlfriend at the time and it was just an awful situation we buried him the next day together and uh i think in some ways it made us all closer but it was just terrible the whole thing sucked there's not a lot of good that comes out of any of that And my mom and my sister were super like, oh, you know, Boo knew better. Boo Boo knew better. Like, he knew not to go to the road. And I had been saying for years, I'll just be honest with everybody, like, I had been saying to everyone for years, he's going to get hit by a car. He trusts people too much. People coming down the driveway and he would run right up to the car. You remember? Boo Boo would run right up near you. I don't. No, I don't remember. No, I always tried my best to keep, whenever I knew you were coming over, I'd keep the doggy door closed so that he couldn't get hit. So maybe by then it... I don't know if I ever saw Was this Boo. before Boo? Yeah, 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 I think so. You never knew Boo? I don't think so. Oh, Boo Boo. Yeah, that was his name was Boo Boo. <laughs> okay, so anyways, I, I tried my best to make sure whenever people were coming over, I would cover the doggy door. Mm. And I told my mom and sister, like, he's going to get hit one of these days. I've seen him almost get hit so many times, so many times. And they're like, no, he knows. He knows cars are dangerous. He knows. He's a dog. He doesn't know. So anyways, my mom and sister are trying to let me off the hook. Let me off the hook. Let me off the hook. Boo knew better. Boo not, knew not to. It's not your fault. It's not your fault. Here's the truth. This is the truth. Whether, whether anyone likes it or not, it was my fault. Because we want to tell ourselves a story that we couldn't have done anything different. And I know in my heart of hearts that that's bullshit. I should have and could have 
covered the doggy door. I knew Boo loved to come on runs with me. I knew he was dangerous around the road. I knew that he almost got hit by a car many more times. As a matter of fact, he did get hit by a car when he was, I think, four or five, and we rushed him to the ER. Unfortunately, he was alive. I knew better, and I didn't do better. And that's facts. Now, this is an extreme example of ownership, but it is the truth. And the point of this is not just to beat myself up, but I'll tell you what, I am so unbelievably hyper-conscious with Tucker. There's coyotes in our neighborhood right now, and I'm always watching when he's outside. I am hyper-vigilant to make sure that I'm not careless again. And that's a really extreme example, I know, but that is what the power of ownership is. Because if I did what most people wanted me to do and just relinquish all responsibility and no, I couldn't have known better and oh, it's not, you know, boo knew better, boo's a dog. No, the truth is I knew that I needed to cover the doggy door before I left and I didn't do it because I was careless and I will not be careless again. And bad things happen in life. People make mistakes. That was a mistake. I'm not saying that I should beat myself up forever for that. What I'm saying is I should effing change it. And Tucker will be alive longer. The probability of Tucker being safe will be significantly greater because of Boo. And because, more importantly, I took responsibility for it. So, again, trigger warning because obviously it's tough. That's not an easy thing to do. Taking responsibility at that level is not easy. But when you do that, you have the power to make positive changes. My kids will be safer. Because I'm less careless because of that experience. And that's the truth, right? I mean, tragedies happen. Bad things happen. And in comparison, it's not that big a deal now with these clients. <laughs> yeah, I was going to say, I don't, I'm not exactly sure how to follow this up. I'm yeah. literally in my mind like, I don't know where to go from here. But at the end of the day, I think that's what it is, is Kev, you fucked it up. That's you true. forgot to check your spam folder. And you'll never let that shit happen again. Just like me. I'm never going to let that happen again. And we do have more control than we want to believe. It's easy to just say, no, it's no one's fault. Bad things happen. No, the truth is there's a lot of responsibility that needs to be taken. And that doesn't mean that you can control everything. It doesn't mean beat yourself up and get stuck in shame for 30 years. That's not what I'm saying. What I am saying is that did you do all you could with all you had? And if not, why not? And what are you going to do differently in the future? And that's the most hardcore I can be, but it's the truth. And I think, you know, that's, that's a heartfelt lesson for me. And, you know, I, I think it's one of the most powerful lessons I've ever had, honestly. Next Level Nation, what is happening? If you've thought to yourself, I want to try coaching, but you don't really know where to start, group coaching would be a wonderful place for you. That's really why we created it in the first place. We start a new round every 90 days. So if you're hearing this, go to the website, nextleveluniverse.com, and we have the landing page where you can actually hold your spot right now. Even if there's a group going on right now, you can still lock your spot for the next one. The biggest thing that we've seen is as we get closer and closer to the date, unfortunately, some people end up missing. The group fills up and they can't do it, and then they end up regretting that. So please head over to the website. The link will be in the show notes, and we would love to see you there. It's it's heavy for sure, and it's a it's an extreme example, but there is empowerment in taking responsibility because someone said this to me 
one time, and I think it was a, I think it was a Tony Robbins quote, but when you give away responsibility, you give away opportunity. If it's somebody else's, you give away control. If it's somebody else's responsibility to make you happy, you're never going to know how to make yourself happy. Mm-hmm. If it's somebody else's responsibility to make you money, you're never going to understand how to make money for yourself. So it, yeah, it does. It kind of puts you, it handcuffs you in a way. It handcuffs you in a way. And it's, yeah, it sucks. It's, it's not making mistakes, again, not necessarily to the level that Alan's talking about. That's a very heavy mistake, but I'm sure we all have our own unique version of that maybe. It's very hard to take ownership for that because I think we're worried about what are other people going to think. What if I admit that I made a mistake? Everybody, is everybody going to gang up on me if I admit that? So even, again, another connection to the importance of the people you surround yourself with. We always talk about it at NLU on the team. We don't really care if you make mistakes. Maybe to a detriment at times. Definitely. Go mess it up. <laughs> Whatever. Go mess it up. It is what it is. It's not the end of the world. But I'm not, I'm not cool with that for myself. To, to some degree, I am. I'm, I'm all for making mistakes, but not a mistake. Not a mistake that's careless. There's a difference between making a mistake because you're trying something you don't know how to do yet and making a mistake because you're careless. Yeah, especially when you knew better. Because we did have that happen. We, yeah, we, we did. We had that happen we, in the past. Go ahead. Yeah. yeah. Uh, Evan, Evan Carmichael's team reached out to us and said, hey, you want to come up and interview Evan in the studio? We're going to have cameras and we'll, do, we'll take care of all of it. We'll have mics, cameras, chairs, everything will be set up. Lights, camera, action. And for some reason, it went to my spam account. And I was sitting on the porch where I lived in Worcester one day, just going through my, I was cleaning out my emails and I was going through my spam. And I remember seeing that. And I was like, oh my God. Yeah. How many, how that, first of all, how did that get here? But how, how many weeks did we sit on that? Did we catch it? Two, maybe. Yeah. It was a minute. Yeah, it was a minute. I mean, that, that was another opportunity that could have been lost. Well, that's the hard reality. Yeah. Opportunities are not there forever. Yeah. And, and again, it's a duality. So I want everyone to understand, like, there is, you can take this too far. You know, if, if I never forgive myself, if I shame myself constantly, like that's taking it too far. That's not what I'm saying. I'm not, I don't think I'm a horrible person for making a mistake. That's not what it is. But I do think that I'm going to be less careless in the future because of that. And I'm going to make damn sure of it. And I think that that's, we call drive to five. You know, I think everyone's on one end or the other. You either take too much ownership or too little. And I'm trying to take the right amount of ownership. And the truth of the matter is, is, I was in my own head and I was being careless and selfish. And I remember that night. I, that night was about me. It wasn't about Boo. It wasn't about anyone but me. I was in a bad headspace. And honestly, I was in a relationship I shouldn't have been in. And that's the truth. And had I had the courage to leave that relationship, Boo would probably still be alive. So there's layers to this. Don't get stuck in the mud of shame. You know, but definitely, definitely, definitely understand the, the empowerment that comes from taking responsibility. It is Kevin's if we don't get that client, whose responsibility is it? Mine. Right. My fault. That, my fault. And now you have the opportunity to make sure that never happens again. And our future will be bigger and brighter because you had the courage to take that ownership. And it feels terrible in the moment, but oh, it's, it's empowering long term. Yeah. Yeah, I hate it. It's the worst. It sucks. I lose sleep over it. It's I get anxious over it. I ruminate over it. It's I hate it. I absolutely hate it. There's a part of me it, that wants to say, well, I should have told you to check your spam folder because I have Jerry Ann checking mine every every week i just didn't even think of it i i it's like i thought the evan carmichael thing was an anomaly yeah that'll never happen what are the odds of that happening <laughs> what were the odds of that happening in the first place 
<laughs> pretty slim. I can't um, imagine that. There's not a yet. lot of useful stuff, and I don't know if your spam folders is as terrible as mine. But no, poor, yours poor is, Jerry Ann. Mine's not yours good. Yours is pretty wild for some yeah. reason, dude. Yeah, I got Gmail any, way back. I'm, I'm not getting I, any mail enhancement emails or, <laughs> or any of that. Or, or, or I got or sugar, sugar mama emails. I'm not back in 2008. Uh, G. I got my Gmail when I was a freshman in college. That's 2007. 2007, 2008. Yeah, I probably so, didn't have an email until I don't know. I mean, you probably had work emails maybe? or whatever, right? No, yeah. but you don't. You know, they don't give you an email at the gas station, son. Nobody's emailing me. <laughs> you know what I mean? You funny. <laughs> Nobody's emailing me at the hospital. No, 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 no. I was I never in one a position. Time. Go ahead. I was just gonna say I was never in a position where anybody wanted to email me. You know, it's again. This is a side tangent, but it's so interesting to hear that. Email is such a critical part of our lives now. Back then, it wasn't. Remember the flip phones and all that? It blows my yeah, the mind. Good old days. It blows the my mind days. how we used to do all this. You know? Yeah. You remember? You remember trying? And again, yeah, we were off the rails here. You remember trying to take a picture with an old flip phone? How bad it was? It was just like <laughs> so bad. Just like ten pixels. I think that's <laughs> it Alan. was brutal. That yeah. could be Alan. All right. But this is my next level nugget. My next level nugget is next time. Things go wrong and you don't get the result you want. Ask yourself those two questions. Did I do absolutely everything I can with what I have and what did I learn from it? This is a really good lesson for if you're an entrepreneur out there as a dream chaser, if you're trying to get clients or whatever it may be. Understanding that sometimes you can do absolutely everything right. You can say all the right things and somebody's just not ready to buy. That's one of the most empowering things. I tell clients that all the time. Get that through your head immediately that you're not you're not going to have a hundred percent rate of everybody you talk to works with you because not everybody's ready yet. So that's one of the best things in the world. If you're not an entrepreneur, put that into practice for yourself. But I thought it would be valuable to add that. It's a great next level nugget. My next level nugget would be take responsibility for your own future. Take responsibility for putting yourself on the highest probable end of whatever success you're shooting for. You know, are you doing all you can with all you have? And and are you making every day and every dollar count? Again, these are not just phrases. And, and remember, everything is easier to talk about than to live. And I think that's really important as a podcaster to say, because I was saying that earlier on a show I was on. This all sounds really great, but that's, it, it was <laughs> it awful. Does. It was so bad. Like telling the story is easy. Mm. Living through it was so bad. Think about, think about the story I just told. That was hard to tell but it was way harder to live. And so in real life, this stuff is not easy, no matter how easy people make it sound. And I think that's always empowering to realize because, you know, anyone can go on a podcast and talk about stuff. Who can actually do it on a day-to-day basis when no one's watching? I think that's what I always come back to, especially the responsibility thing. Well, that's why sometimes it's hard to come up with episodes because I'm only doing so much. I can only do so much. There's only so much to do. Right. Do you know what I mean? I do. There's only so much. There's only so much. There's a level. There's an amount. A specific amount that is just so much. There's only so much of it. But then there's a next level. There is a next level. Speaking of next level, if you are looking for a next level community to surround yourself with, we talked about the importance of community. I think for a lot of us, community is make or break. If you're afraid to tell the people that you surround yourself with your your goals, 
I think you probably need new people to surround yourself with. And if you don't get the support from the people around you, I think you need more people at least. I'm not saying to replace everybody, but you deserve that. You deserve somebody who believes in you. You deserve somebody who pours into you. You deserve somebody who values you. Please join our private Facebook group, Next Level Nation, if you were looking for that. It is super positive. There's posts every single day. It is a wonderful, wonderful, heart-driven community. If you've ever talked about a goal or a dream that you wanted to achieve, big or small, and been made fun of, if you've ever been disrespected or walked on, if you've ever been afraid to share your truth, uh, I promise you that this room will not have any of that. That's the one thing at NLU that we make sure. Everyone needs to be respectful. Everyone needs to be inclusive, and there's no bullies allowed. So Next Level Live 2024 is 52 days, 15 hours, and 42 minutes away. We have in-person tickets for anyone who's local. So if you're within a two-hour radius of driving, the ticket is $97. You're going to get a free Dreamliner at the event. You're also going to get lunch buffet style. It's going to be delicious stuffed chicken and a vegan option. And for those of you who are not local, we have a virtual event buy one ticket for $47. So $97 for the in-person ticket includes a Dreamliner and lunch. That's why the higher price point. And the virtual ticket is only $47. Kevin and I have talked behind the scenes. If for whatever reason, it's not an unbelievable experience and you somehow hate it, I don't think you will. Uh, we will give you your money back for the virtual ticket. So please book now. The landing page is ready. People have already booked. We've seen these come through. We're only taking 30 in person and 30 virtual total. Six teams of 10 because there's breakout sessions. It's going to be awesome. We do this every year. Please do not miss this because we're not doing this again for another full year. So uh, the link will be in the show notes. Check it out. All the information is there. We've got all the photos from the last event. Just keep in mind at the bottom, uh, there's a new venue. You will be different. I think much better personally than last year. So uh, there's a promo video as well that shows all the awesome stuff from last year. Talking trash about the previous venue, huh? I like this one much better. There is nostalgia. This is the the first speech Alan and I ever gave together, the first speech I ever gave. There's definitely still some of my sweat on the floor <laughs> because of how much I was sweating that day. So if you want to go back to a little nostalgia with us, we would love to have you do that with us. Tomorrow for episode number 1,599. Whew, almost there. One of the keys to long-lasting friendships. We talked a little bit, Alan touched on this point in the episode about uh, the number one thing we wish we knew about relationships sooner. So I moved this episode. It was supposed to be the next one. It was actually supposed to be 1597. And I said, eh, we'll move it a little bit because I want to make sure it doesn't seem too close to that other, that other episode. But I think it's going to be a super valuable episode. And I think it's something that a lot of us really struggle with, especially with family members. So friendships and family members. We'll talk about it tomorrow. As always, we love you. We appreciate you. Grateful for each and every one of you. And at NLU, we do not have fans. We have family. We will talk to you all tomorrow. Take responsibility. Next Civil Nation. Thanks for joining us for another episode of Next Level University. We love connecting with the Next Level family. We mean it when we say family. If you ever need anything, please reach out to us directly. Everything you need to get a hold of us is in the show notes. Thank you again, and we will talk to you tomorrow.